Do you know, do you know how much God, the one who created you, loves you? Do you even know? There's so many opinions flying around today and we are missing something huge. And that is how much your father loves you. So I was talking to someone last night at a Christmas party and she recently came off drugs. Well, she's been in and out of drugs for many years, but she recently rededicated her life to Christ. And she was sharing with me how guilty she felt for watching reality shows. Our conversation ended up in many things that she's doing that she feels like she should be reading her Bible instead. And I gotta tell you that my heart broke. It broke. When we could be having a conversation about God and how awesome he is, she's feeling guilty. My sister in Christ is feeling guilty about the things she's doing. I know that we all feel that from time to time. We should be doing something else instead, more productive with our time. But I'm just going to jump off a cliff here. The Lord is there, and he wants to be a part of everything you're doing. And if you're in uh, what you feel is sin, or if you're in sin, if you're doing, if you're in sin, I'm not going to try to make this correct. If you're doing something that you know is wrong, why are you hiding? Why? The Lord is still there. He is still there. He didn't walk away. Christ has made you new and pure and holy. And you know why? So that he can spend time with you unadulterated time he wants to be with you no matter what and when you block him out of your mind because you think you're doing something wrong and you struggle back and forth that's not a relationship it is not and this isn't my opinion the bible is about a relationship from the father to us to his son back to the father we are wrapped up in the family of God once we've accepted Christ. I'm going to go, I'm going to try something. I'm going to go to Psalms 14. Today's the 14th. And I want to share with you one of the ways that I read the Bible that has really helped me. You can approach it from many different avenues. I mean many the Bible is a document outside of space and time put here for us. It is the most um, mystical, magical, if you will, scientific, historic, accurate document on the face of this earth. If you want to get excited about the aliens left something for us when we don't even know if there is aliens, right here, God himself left this book for us that is unbelievable and you can approach it in many different ways from the hebrew uh, language greek there's so much every single letter expresses god every single letter every single word and it does it through numerics it does it through um geometria it does it through uh, story it does it through words Jesus Christ is a word incarnate. He walks on this earth. And so I'm going to go, I'm sorry, he walked on this earth and then he rose again from the dead. And he was the living 
temple of God that can never be defiled again. So let me go to Psalms 14. And I haven't done this before. I haven't read this particular Psalms today. I have not prepared. But I'm going to approach it and look for the heart of my Father for me. And look for who He is. Not what He's telling me to do. Not um, rules. I'm not looking for for uh, anything but who he is, not even release of who I am or feeling better about who I am. I want to know the character of God. So when I read it, David wrote Psalms and uh, many of them were songs, but it's the inspired, most of them, I think it's the inspired word of God. Psalms are the inspired word of God, just like the rest of the Bible. So you know that his heart was penned through these men on the earth in collaboration with him, wrote his words. And the Bible does speak for itself. It is a true living document. So I'm going to read Psalms 14, and I'm going to approach it looking for the heart of God. I'm actually sitting in a park right now looking at some trees, and they're just beautiful. And I, I need this. I need, his, his, I need to know his character today because mine's not so hot right now. I'm not doing what I should be doing. And just like the lady I talked to last night, I'm feeling guilty. (laughs) But instead of looking for something to relieve myself or trying to do the right thing in this moment for me, for my life, I'm going to look for the character of God in Psalms 14. And I just chose that because today is the 14th. So it says to the musician, uh, I mean, to the chief musician, a Psalm of David, the fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that does good. So I can say, where's the heart of God in that? Well, I immediately see if the fool has said in his heart, there is no God, that that my father, your father, our father gives us a choice to think what we want. And that is so loving. Like, My daughters, I would love to control what they think about the media and about politics. But no, as a mother, it is so hard not to try to control what they think. But here's God immediately. The fool has said in his heart, he created all of us and we all have our own opinions and we say things in our hearts. And many of us say there is no God. And so that's our choice. And that is a loving father right there. Now, just like a loving parent, we have judgments for our children that are absolutely factual. I can see my daughter and she could be running into the middle of the street and, and that's a foolish thing to do, to get hit by a car, to run right in front of a car. There's things that we know better than our kids, just like God absolutely knows better than us. So he's saying they're corrupt. And they've done abominable works. He's watching what we're doing. And then there's none that does good. So David, David is saying this to the Lord, to his God. And he is seeing through the eyes of God as well. He's writing this. And David is a shadow of Christ. So we can see the son, the son saying, Father, there, there's none that does good here. These fools, they say in their heart that 
that you don't exist. So what's the answer to that? The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and any that that seek God. And so the Father does that. He's constantly looking for anyone who's seeking him. So if you're seeking him, you know that he's going to find you. You know that he's going to see you. And that's love. Then it says they're all gone aside. They are all together become filthy and there's none that does good. No, not one. So God, God sees us in our humanity, right? The father looks down, he sees us in our humanity and he says, whoa, that's true. <laughs> there's none that's good. And just go with me here. Uh, see the heart of God in this. Our righteousness, the best Christian in this world has righteousness of filthy rags. And you might not see that. You don't see a man's heart. The Bible says only God can see men's hearts. And and if we don't have Jesus Christ living inside of us, there's no spirit of God. And all this earth has to offer is filthy rags. And I have heard that filthy rags are menstruation rags. Um, that's what they meant. I have not researched that myself, but someone did say that filthy rags is menstruation rags. He goes on to say, have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up my people as they eat bread and call not upon the Lord. Like the Lord's like, I'm here. He says in Proverbs, you put it all together. Wisdom cries out to men and says, I am wisdom. I am calling to you. I am pointing you to God. I am wisdom. I am here. God has not wisdom sewn out their, her pillars. She's built her home. She made a feast. It could not be easier. She gets on the mountaintops and cries out, come into my house. It can't be easier to be with God, to get his knowledge, to get his wisdom, to get to know your father. He is here, but he's not finding, he is not finding anyone. And so it says they were, the, they, they're, were they in great fear for God is in the generation of the righteous. You have shamed the counsel of the poor because the Lord is his refuge. Oh, that the salvation of Israel were come out of Zion when the Lord brings back the captivity as his people Jacob shall rejoice and Israel shall be glad. His people are the Jewish people they are his chosen generation. And the way this ends is that the Lord, our father, the one who loves you so much, is he, that the salvation of Israel will come out of Zion and the Lord will bring back the captivity of his people. Jacob shall rejoice and Israel will be glad. Listen, Jews and Gentiles alike. Christ came and he made one new man. And if you are in Christ, you are not one of those that is corrupt, that is, uh, you know, our, our, what we have in our earthly beings is filthy rags. It is corrupt. But when you accept Christ in your life, you become whole and new and clean and pure. And rest assured, no matter what, no matter what, don't turn away from him. Turn to him because he is there to give you wisdom and you are in the generation of the righteous 
That generation is the generation that has chosen Christ, the one new man. Salvation will come out of Zion. That's how the, that's how the psalm ends. It ends on our side. These psalms always end on our side. He will bring back the captivity of his people. And Jacob will rejoice and Israel will be glad. So we cry now. There's a lot going on. As individuals, we're not doing what we should be doing to be good Christians. And the world is going crazy. All these things are going on. But the Lord will have the final say because he's a loving father. And he will bring you back from captivity. The heart of God, looking at this whole Psalms, it's not like the best one to look at. (laughs) And you can tell I didn't read it first. But every sentence, every sentence don't be afraid. You are in the generation of the righteous. And when you turn to the scriptures, you can see, you can see God's on your side. Your father's on your side. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you so much that he's going to bring you back from captivity, Jews and Gentiles alike. With that, I just uh, wanted to share Don't be afraid of God. Don't hide from him. Because you know what? You have the spirit of God and you may be doing something in a moment that you feel guilty or wrong for. It might not be the right thing. But in my more than half a century on this earth, it's always been redeemed. It's always been made right. I've always been looked after. I've always been um, with him and I've never been abandoned everything might not go right and and everybody likes to say well I'm not perfect God's not finished with me yet yes this is so true and we all know this we we've heard it a million times that it's okay and guess what what's the rest of that sentence I'm not perfect God's not finished with me yet so I'm going to keep talking to him In everything I do, in every moment, I will not turn my back on him because he is my God. I am with the generation of the righteous. Christ made me pure and holy. And you know what? I told that woman last night, she said, I still feel guilty for watching reality shows. I said, watch him with him. He's with you. And you're not walking away from your reality show. I I had a whole time that I was watching The Walking Dead. And I got a lot of the Lord out of that. I felt guilty at first. I turned to the Lord and he showed me so many things in The Walking Dead that speak of him. He is in all things and he will take you through and he will show you who he is. And and we don't know what that looks like. We don't know exactly what that looks like. No one person has all the answers. But I know that this psalm, if you look at it as a whole, he's a he is a defender and a protector of his people. He is not going to let you down. He's not going to leave you behind. He loves you. And it's so wonderful to have a relationship with him. And when you begin to include him every moment of every day and not turn your back, even if you're in sin, he is there. And he he doesn't leave you. He just doesn't. So be encouraged today. You are so, so loved by the Lord. Maybe things that I shared, you know, I, they're scripturally inaccurate. That's possible. 
But the one thing that's not possible is God will not leave you. He will never forsake you. No, not if you have Jesus Christ in your life. If you believe in Jesus and you believe in the salvation that he has given you, and there's just no, you, you can do no wrong in his eyes. He is, he is with you. He is on your side. So be unbelievably blessed today and smile and remember him constantly in your heart and in your mind as you go throughout your day. Don't turn your back on him. He wants to fill you with all of himself in every moment. And I I promise you, the more that you seek him, that other stuff's going to get pushed out naturally. It's an organic happening that just happens. You cannot behold God and, and keep beholding other things. So there are those that are very good at doing right and wrong and following rules. But there are those of us who just aren't and know that the Lord loves you. He loves you no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you've done. You know what? He created you. He created you and he's going to see you through to the end. Have an amazing day.